Welcome to episode 83 of The Kraken Pod, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans. Those new and old to hockey and hockey fans looking to have fun along with you, we try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL. On the show this week, it's been a little bit, okay? Uh, Joey and I are both hungover, uh, kind of the same way and also different ways. We'll explain that. Um, the Kraken reaction, oh, the signings, the the ink is gone around the Seattle, Seattle Kraken camp, which is great. We love that. Uh, some free agency stuff from around the league. Uh, no dumb questions. What is there a nickname that can be given to Kraken fans that are like off, you know, in different countries and different spots around the country? We'll talk. And in our three stars of the week, Joey's going to have his best stuff from the week. I'm going to kind of go over this Disney cruise that I was just on give you my best and worst things about going on a cruise bear with us we're back this is going to be fun i don't know what to expect let's get to episode 83 of the kraken pod let's go What's up? That's about all the energy I've got for this episode is that intro. Um, don't know what's going to happen from here on out. And my name is Jeff Janusik. This is my friend and co-host. Joey Cirillo. So we've talked a lot about me going on this Disney cruise for 10 days. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll explain a little bit about, man, just I'm so hungover from the cruise. There's definitely lots of drinks on the cruise, which is great. Big family, mm-hmm. fun cruise. Kids had a blast. It was nuts. Um, but man, I definitely was watching and listening and I've got a whole lineup of things that were great and things that were not so great. But <laughs> you apparently, and time is, there's no construct. Time is not a construct. It is like so fluid right now with me because mm-hmm. I was over on the Pacific coast, Alaska's three hours behind central time. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, dude. That's why I was so messed up. But anyway, but Joey, you were apparently out like super late, uh, till like five in the morning central time so yeah, like yeah you, yeah have you gone to bed yet um i've gone to bed i took a, i took a nap so we're recording it's 10 30 in the morning uh, i'm hungover for different reasons jeff you're hungover from the time which is understandable and being oh no drinking too but uh you yeah. know well, you know being a wholesome dad doing the disney cruise i'm excited to hear about all this and i apologize for the, my, the way my voice sounds i am excited to be recording again i'm just very Me very too. tired so yeah. we um yeah, so right now in New Orleans, it is Tales uh, of the Cocktail, which is the world's largest cocktail convention. Um, and it's just fucking awesome, man. It's like a whole week of every you know liquor company, like the distributors, everybody flies into town. And these fucking companies put on, you know, they spend six figures on, on just like parties and seminars and, you know, events and partnerships with restaurants, blah, blah, blah. Like last night, uh, like Jack Daniels had a party and like Ludacris showed up and was just like, let me rap for a couple hours. And then like DJ Swift was there, like just shit like that. And it's it's like that. But there's like 100 events a day throughout five days. So I'm doing media coverage for it. And um, yeah, long story short, I had a dinner with uh, Old Forester, the bourbon, and I had a dinner with them. And that was fantastic. By the way, I tasted this stuff called birthday uh, bourbon. Oh my God. It's not even released until September. It's fantastic. Anyways. And then from there, um, 
left that dinner and went to this thing called Midnight in Tokyo. So you can kind of pick and choose your spots of what you want to do. And Midnight in Tokyo was being put on by Suntory, like the Japanese whiskey. And it was like this pop-up and they flew in this like, you know, mixologist who's like world renowned and he had like three signature drinks, blah, blah, blah. Uh, long story short, I made friends with a bunch of Suntory people. There was like apparently some thing next door that like they had to let you in. They let me into it. They had these like very rare, very expensive uh, whiskeys there. And they're like, do you want to drink this? I'm like, absolutely. And the next thing I know, it's five in the morning. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, tells the cocktail day one, baby, let's go. <laughs> lost, you know, my, lost my media pass. My media pass is gone. Um, I had a, I had a grab bag. I had a giant bag from old Forrester with like a bunch of swag and shit like that. I lost that bag. That bag is also gone. Um, so I have to somehow get a media pass and I'm really bummed out because I had like a bunch of like, you know, uh, t-shirts and hats and sunglasses and all this shit, like in a bag that was given to me. And I got so fucking hammered. I think I left it at a bar somewhere. In the oh, that's gone. That yeah. is absolutely gone. And on eBay right now. <sighs> Those glasses are really nice too. I'm really bummed out about that. Oh, dude, well, it Bruce, makes for a good, makes for a good story. So we're well. We're what's funny about New Orleans is like it's true. Is there's always some sort of festival or thing or world's largest food gathering, and it is an epic week. Uh, I'm a little jealous. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not jealous about um, being up till you know five a.m. But I don't know, man. This time thing, completely nuts. It was so weird uh, being on this cruise because. You know, we went, we, you know, I flew to Vancouver, stayed in Vancouver for three days, um, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Explored Vancouver, did not find, um, God, who was I looking for? I was looking for, um, damn it, Tyler Myers. And I did not find him, but I did go you see, Ryder, yes. I did go see the Rogers Arena. You um, did? I just went by it because guess what? <laughs> guess where we went on day one? Costco. We went to Costco. Yo, you were Costco daddy. You're doing Costco daddying it up from day one. I didn't have, I didn't bring my, I didn't do any recording there because it was so weird. I was so like, well, yeah, you're going to be like an, you know, an international Costco is just trying to be Costco daddy. You might get arrested. Well, I will say this is Canadian Costco, at least Vancouver Costco is so (laughs) different. It's like, it's downtown. It's one of the only big franchises in downtown Vancouver. It's right. Uh, It's literally right across the street from Rogers arena. So like you could go get a dollar 50 chicken bake, a $3 chicken bake and then go to watch a Canucks a game. Bake? Oh, do you're hungover. You need a chicken bake from Costco. Go get yeah, I'm drinking iced coffee. I'm worried I'm going to have to like shit myself. Here oh, soon. go get a chicken bake, that. dude. Chicken bakes are awesome. Chicken bake. Okay. Yeah. I need that. In my Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, long story short. And then we got on the boat and we cruised and we went up and saw a uh, glacier. And then we came back to uh, Juno and a couple other cities and did fishing. And all. I'll explain a little bit later on, but anyway, I'm we pumped flew. to hear about it. Your pictures were your pictures were incredible. Oh, just and I only like threw out like one, and then like yeah. um, uh. But I'll say this is, we flew all day yesterday. We left um, you know, like seven in the morning, Vancouver time. Got in the, and we flew all day. We got back here to New Orleans nine thirty our time. Then had to drive back to where we live. So like we didn't get home till eleven our time. Jesus. So like everything's messed up because like 11 our time i don't know we just the kids want my son it's 10 34 in the morning my son is still asleep he went to bed at midnight our time he typically wakes up at like 6 a.m our time and then my girls same way and it's just it's just wild but also too like when it came to uh i'll say this is the last thing is um trying to get cracking information was tough because the internet was 
really messed up on the boat. Um, mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I got my money back from that. But uh, there Good. was I didn't bother them. I didn't feel like talking to them, um, which I normally do. But there was like a Kraken family on the ship. Um, there was like a dad and, and all their kids and they, they had like Kraken gear all over the place. So I did not, I did not ask them any questions I should have. So if, uh, if, if you were on the Disney wonder going to Alaska that took off on July 17th and got back on the 24th, uh, and you listened to this podcast, dude, I, I should have said hello to you. So I saw some Kraken love on, on the, on the ship. Dude, you want to hear some fucking that one? That's awesome. But get this: last night I'm at uh, this bar called Turtle Bay in the French Quarter. Yeah, and I'm you know I'm hanging out, Suntory people. We're hang, we're drinking, having a good old time, drinking pound, uh, like just pounding beers and all that good stuff. And um, I say I'm having a hard time talking. And it, Washington State gets brought up, right? Like I think we're I think I'm just talking to like the sun. Like, oh, where are you from originally? Like, oh, you moved here, da da da, all that stuff. And the bartender, who's a little bit older than me um goes oh washington state what part and i was like oh you're from washington i was like where are you from she's like olympia and i'm like wait i was like i'm from olympia slash lacy and then she's like what the fuck and she's like where'd you go to high school and i was like north thurston she's like dude i went to north thurston she's like go fucking rams i'm like wait we went to the same fucking high school like how i've never experienced something like this in New Orleans, like for for two people to go to North Thurston High School in fucking Lacey, Washington, and then to meet and she's bartending and I'm, you know, sitting there just throwing back some beers. It was crazy. So we didn't go there That's at the nuts. same time because she's older than me. Um, but it's also crazy, too, because her bar partner was rocking a Kraken hat. Like, so what? it's her who's from Washington and then her dude that like came in and like started his shift at like three or four in the morning because this bar is a 24-hour bar so he's coming in being like hey this is when my day starts you know three four in the morning and uh and he's got the anchor on his hat and i'm you know i'm pretty drunk so i don't really say anything about the podcast which is kind of a joey move but i'm like hey dude is that a cracking hat he's like yeah i'm like fuck yeah that's awesome and then i just kind of left it at that ah man (laughs) see if i if i'm talking to people i'm I'm mentioning but that's that's weird there's definitely it's it's weird it's fucking weird man i'm like i really can't escape this huh it was cool being in the Pacific Northwest and, and being, you know, because, like, there's a lot of crack and love. And, and, like, I'm pretty sure Alaska's football team is the Seahawks, which is pretty cool. So lots of Seahawks gear up there. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All the Seattle it. fandom extends up to Alaska. They've, like, they've adopted they've adopted all of that. I mean, like, what else are you going to do when you're in Alaska? I don't know. Be outside all the fucking time. Don't, don't watch TV. You know what, too, is in the Vancouver airport. I noticed this yesterday. So I was uh, looking at some stuff and in, they have, you know, the Canucks section in mm-hmm. like the gift shops and they you have it on fire and just run away. No, because right next to it, they got Kraken stuff, a whole Kraken section. So like they've kind of adopted oh. like Pacific Northwest hockey, which is kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so like, you know, I couldn't hate on it. It's, uh, yeah. it's all good. Uh, but anyway. All right. Well, speaking of that, couldn't get any information on the boat. So I was like trying to look at tweets that Joey, thank you for manning Twitter and getting the shit out there. We got to yeah. talk about Seattle Kraken signings, big time, good stuff happening. Let's get to your Kraken reaction. So the Seattle Kraken, your Seattle Kraken have been busy. They did the job. They did what they had to do. They uh, had their number one on the hit list, which was Vince Dunn, the Dundertaker. He is officially a Seattle Kraken for I haven't seen the detail. Have they released the details yet? I don't even know how much money is he making, Joey. Do you know this? I just uh, want to say the Dundertaker. Yeah, um, yeah, dude, I'm fucking pumped. I feel bad for people listening to this who are like, you guys should be more jacked up. Where it's like Jeff just flew back from freaking K 
Canada, he's wiped out. I was up drinking until 5 a.m. I'm clearly busy. Um, so, yeah, man, Vince Dunn, the Dundertaker, uh, officially signed his extension with the Seattle Kraken. Four years, a 7.35 million AAV. Wow. Um, I'm freaking jacked on this because, well, obviously because, you know, we wanted Vince Dunn to extend. We knew it was going to happen. Is it going to go to arbitration? Is it not? There's a lot of questions around all that stuff. But I think this is great, and I alluded to this. I think I I did uh, like a like a reaction video to it really quick. But I'm pumped on this because one, the fucking Dundertaker is back with the Seattle Kraken for the next four years. You know, uh, finished number eleven, so just outside the top ten in Norris Trophy voting. Sixty eight points last season. Fifty of those were assists. Blah blah blah. Um, love fucking Vince Dunn. He's been your number one guy since literally day one, which is absolute insanity. But on top of that. A lot of the projections were having him between like the eight to like, uh, you know, nine million and change range. And to get him at seven point three five million. And again, it is for four years. They're going to lock him up for the time he's 30 years old. So he's going to have a chance to earn another big contract. So this just makes sense for both sides. And Ron Francis, we trust WWRD. It's all good things. Well, he bet on himself. And I'm this. That's just when Joey said that. That's the first I heard about the details shocked that it's that low, but also it's awesome. That means he's invested in the team. That also means he's invested in himself. Cause what he, I, and this is just my initial reaction here is what I think he's thinking is like he did going into the season. This season is he invested in taking care of himself, getting better. And it worked. He got better and he'll be in the prime of his career. He'll have mm-hmm. experience. He'll obviously hopefully be knock on wood, you know, physically uh, in the best health. So in four years, like he's going to land a crazy big contract and he's betting on himself being like one of the top defensemen in the league, like top five defensemen in the league. He's, he's, you know, top 20 now. Um, so anyway, long story short is that's beautiful because that goes to show you shows me that, He's into the team. He loves the team. This is the team's team. He uh, he 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 took uh, less money than d- was expected. He probably could have got way more on the open market. Yes, um, which is great. Also, too, I want to say a shout out to I I I want to say it was Emerald City Hockey had a cool stat. It's like most ninety percent. And if it's not them, uh, let me know and I'll correct it on Twitter. But uh, like ninety five percent of potential arbitration cases get settled like three days before the court date yeah which is kind of cool so anyway players players and, and organizations don't want it to get to that point it's just a fancy thing you know that nhl has in place in case it does have to get have to go there but i'm glad they were able to work this out i mean it's fantastic news. it pushes them forward which is uh which is awesome. So, so Dundertaker is is ours. Can't wait. That's awesome. That's a piece that everybody really wanted for this team. Yes. Um. Big a big one. Dave, Dave Haxtell just like earlier that day, I think mm-hmm. it was. He no, signed. As, it was a couple days before, but it's okay. Before. You, you were in Alaska, Alaska man. You, you were you were off the grid. Um. He signed through twenty five twenty six, which is great. So we got Hack in place. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the rest of the way. Uh, Cole Lind, a one-year, two-way deal. Cool, awesome, love that. Fantastic. Yep. Loves kissing those foreheads of the oh, goalies. All the goalie forehead kisses. That that contract is worth it just for that. Just for that alone. Um, who else? Who else do we have that we, that we've re-signed? Have I missed anybody? It was all the restricted free agents. So we had Cole Lind on the one-year, two-way deal. Uh, Kale Flurry, he gets two years, eight hundred k a year. Um, and I didn't know this, uh, but last year he averaged like a little bit over thirteen minutes uh, time on ice on the third pairing last year. So I was pretty pumped on that. Will Borgen, Borgie is back. 
um, everyone's like, dude, this was fucking two weeks ago. Well, Jeff was in Alaska, so we're catching everybody up. So here he goes. So Will Borgen, uh, two years, two point seven million. Um, and I just made a note here that you know last year he was t- he was twenty six years old. But he had he had a career high in goals, assists, points, um, and games played and block shots. He played all eighty two games. He had eighty nine block shots last year. Like Will Borgen is just a dude that you want on your team. Yeah. In fact, a lot of people were like bummed out because. Uh, when Borgen got the uh, got his contract, it was Susie. Susie, we can throw that out there one more time, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, who was just in? You know, he's in Vancouver now, where you were just visiting, and um, he was sharing some stuff on social media about Borgen. Everyone's like, "Oh shit, man, he's bummed out about that." But yeah, Vince Dunn was the last one. The Dundertaker was the last one that was standing. We took care of that, and you know, we got all of our guys locked up. We still have a little bit of cap space to work with, like depending on what. Um, you know what the organization wants to do right now it's looking it's just a little bit over nine hundred and forty three thousand dollars the cap you know is going to continue to increase year over year for the most part um, you know so again the Kraken have flexibility they're not you know completely tying themselves down um, you know they're not restricting themselves they're not putting themselves in a position uh, where they are financially fucked and because they also know that in the future like there's a guy oh i don't know maddie Baneers, that guy is going to need to get you know his payday so the the organization is doing the right things and getting the people that we need to get on board now while also still keeping the future in the back of their mind which is really really important absolutely i uh again team did a fantastic job um getting everything done love it can't wait for the season to start so much youth so many good things happening with this team just absolutely excited and pumped and uh mm-hmm. now, now we're kind of in like the doldrums of of hockey again because the free agent thing is all done for the most part we're just going to get little bits and pieces of hockey over the next like you know couple of weeks to a yes. month and then we yes. get training camp and all that sort of stuff so it's gonna be tough we gotta buckle up we gotta get ready but um you know I'll say this as Joe's going to tell you kind of off the air here is, you know, my kids actually go back to school in two weeks so um, we can commit to locking in a record standing record time on Tuesday morning. So like we'll make that a calendar, like boom, we'll every Tuesday we'll record. So that way we make sure from that point on, actually really from this point on, we'll have a weekly show from here on out to through uh, next year. So I love it. Committed to it, man. We can do it. So that's awesome. Um, other free agency stuff, because this is a Detroit Red Wings podcast. Um, I was actually pretty happy about this. I, I feel like the Red Wings are people have, which is really ironic is because like a year, two years ago, it was like everybody trusted in Steve Eisenman with the Red Wings. Nobody yeah. trusted it. Now, Ron Francis, different story, right? So, but I'm thinking like the parallels here, Dave Haxtell, like nobody was like gave Dave Haxtell any credit. Everybody hated him at the very beginning because it was so rough. They're blaming things on the coach that, da 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 da. And things have flipped around a little bit there because, uh, you know, Hack, everybody loves Hack. He built something awesome, great chemistry. Uh, sorry for ever doubting you. But now people are going like, oh, Steve Eisman, he doesn't know what he's doing. It's all kind of a mess. But, man, Alex DeBrincat signing him to the Red Wings, I think this is phenomenal. As this is the Detroit Red Wings podcast, like this is – Yes. This is great. This is a great move. This kid is young. He is one of the best scorers in the league. Mm-hmm. But what are the details on him signing with the Detroit Red Wings? Give it to me. Give it to me. Yeah. So again, Detroit Red Wings podcast. But to back up your um, your point really quick though about uh, you know the Yeiser plan, which by the way, I, that one fantastic nickname. Like you're such a badass. Even like the things you do also get nicknames. Yep. That's pretty sweet. Detroit Red Wings podcast. We totally support that. But it is interesting that you mentioned how you know a year or two ago 
everyone was kind of on board with it because they liked the way he was kind of slowly building within that organization, like the young guys are putting into place, all that good shit. And now Detroit is at a place where they have like the ability to make some moves. They have the cap space, the flexibility, the picks, um, and their and their guys are starting to kind of mold into what they want them to be. And so now it's like, okay, if we add a piece or two, we can be really competitive. And you know, he recognized that and decided to jump. And then when he did, everyone's like, whoa, 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 is this a little bit too much? And I'm gonna uh, you know, pivot here. I don't think it is at all. Um, I think Alex DeBrincat to Detroit is a huge move. Don't forget, they also brought on Spronger, man. And when we talked about them, uh, Detroit bringing on Spronger. I said that I thought that this is going to be a really big deal because they were, you know, one of the worst teams in the league last year when it came to scoring goals and stronger love them to fucking death. But, you know, when the guy's getting a flat tire out there and uh, letting guys score on him, like defensively, he's not what you're looking for. But if you're looking for a guy who's like, you know, is going to play his ass off and get you some goals and you can plug him in like a third line or whatever, like that's going to work out. So. Um, yeah, Detroit uh, gets Alex to bring cat. It's a trade uh, with the Senators. Is it Dominic Kubelik? A Kubelik? Yeah, Kubelik. Okay. Again, I've had a lot of alcohol. Um, so um, Donovan Sabrango. Sabrango. Uh, I don't know. Again, I'm a hockey noob, so everyone bears. That'll work. Okay, whatever. I don't know. And, <laughs> and a conditional 2024 first round pick and a 2024 fourth round pick. I still don't think it's – I don't think they overpaid. I really don't. And you know what? Sometimes I think that trades like this are going to work out for both organizations. And, uh, you know, right now, if you want to look at the reaction of Senators fans, Jeff, like they're not that happy about it, which kind of tells you a lot. Um, but I think in the future that this could all kind of work out for them. You know, Detroit, again, last year was bottom five in the NHL in shot volume and quality scoring chance opportunities. And they were 24th in scoring uh, Debrin Cat has scored uh, scored 40 goals in 2021, 2022. Last season, he didn't even crack 30, but that's fine. Like you said, he's freaking young. The guy's 25 years old. Um, in his past three seasons, he has scored 100 goals. There's only 11 other players in the league that have ever done that. So I think it's huge. The contract is very friendly. Four years, 7.87 million AAV. I mean, shit, we just gave Vince Dunn 7.35 million. So you pay a little bit more and you get an Alex DeBrincat. Like, I think that's totally fine. Um, uh, it was interesting because this uh, this website, Evolving Hockey, they actually had him projected at seven years, 8.58 million AAV. So the contract is very, very friendly for Detroit. Um, but the biggest thing uh, that I wanted to mention here, which I'm sure you're absolutely going to love, is that DeBrincat gets to come home, dude. He's a freaking, he's a Michigan kid. Um, he's from Farmington Hills, Michigan, which Jeff, if you have some insight, please lay it on us. But like for him to be able to come home. West side. And play for and play West Side and play for his and play for his Detroit Red Wings. Like he has the family there, he has the friends there. Like this is him coming home again. The dude is still young. He's an elite goal scorer. Like this is a great position uh, for him and for the Red Wings. And so I, I firmly like approve of this move. It's going to be a lot of fun watching them Detroit Red Wings podcast. No, what's awesome about this is um, he. It's kind of like you got to think about this is like it's like the. It's like the Kraken because you've got somebody in there. So they, they, the Kraken had, had the, and it's not even a luxury, right? But they had the luxury of established players, right? With the expansion draft. And uh, we got some good ones and we, ha- and we figured out some pieces there, right? And the Red Wings have been I- in rebuild mode for a very long time. And uh, they didn't have the luxury of having like, you know, all this, uh, uh, 
the, the set in stone capabilities. So they're developing young players. But what I like about what the Kraken did last season, we all like it, is they went out and got some established scores, right? Um, they brought them in, and that helped to spread the wealth around, uh, mm-hmm. and it opened up the, the scoring for the entire team, scoring by committee, which was the best team in the NHL for that, which is awesome, right? Yeah. The Red Wings doing the same thing because they got a lot of young guys. They got a lot of – they got talented players – that's going to let their younger talented players and like Dylan Larkin, right. Uh, you know, uh, the captain there, uh, he can, he doesn't have so much pressure on himself to, to carry the team because to bring cats there. So bigger, better offense means everybody else is going to score. Everybody else is going to be opened up. I think I'm going to put a prediction out there. I think this is the year Red Wings squeak it back into the playoffs. I think they like make. That. I think they make playoffs. I think they get in, mm-hmm. and um, I think the the youth there and what's going on is fantastic. I love it, and uh, the Brinkat local kid, he's going to help lead the way. I think he's going to flourish. I think he's also going to have uh, himself a, a hundred point season. So I'll I'll put a DraftKings uh, bet on it out there that uh, they're going to make playoffs and 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 the Brinkat hundred points. I like that. I wonder if you could parlay that. I don't think you can because that, that's a, a very specific future. Um, you touched on two things. Well, there's two things I wanted to mention, but you just touched on one of them was one, putting a bet on it. I was like, I wonder what the odds are for uh, Detroit to make the playoffs now, pre and post uh, to bring cat trade. And also, and I know you've looked this up already. You need to look up when uh, Detroit and Seattle are playing against each other and try to make that game happen. We say, that, listen, we say that every year, but the reality is, like, we're busy dudes. We have a lot of shit going on. I have to drink until 5 in the morning. Just got a family. Like, we can't just get on a plane and fly out to a Kraken game. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm feeling better about it, though, because, like, the traveling is getting a little easier. I would like mm-hmm. to, you know, two things. I would love to come to Seattle, just you and me, yes. and just, you know, go out there and just do do our thing. Um, but if I go, I, I might bring you know, the family, because we, we got to like, go see a cracking game together too. Like you can come, you'll be like, you'll be like uncle Joey, but uh, literally I, I like Joey. Love me. I'm, yeah. I'm great with the kids, yeah. um, you know, uh, I, coming from somebody that's, you know, been up until five in the morning boozing, you might be like, that sounds a little sketchy, but I'm actually, I fucking love, like I have nieces and nephews. I love them to death. In fact, my, uh, my sister's coming. One of my sisters is coming into town soon and she's bringing my niece and my nephew. They're going to be staying with me for a weekend. So I'm very excited for that. But yeah, dude, um, we should absolutely make that happen. I promise I would not be out, you know, drinking whiskey until five in the morning if that were the case. Do Sometimes you, you just have to make exceptions, you know, like tales of the cocktail. So you got to party. Oh, dude. Look, uh, I'm the father of these children. And I've had plenty of not not recently, but I've had plenty of nights out uh, till 5 a.m. and later. So uh, no shame in that game for sure. So especially you're working. You're technically working. Right. You were. You were working. That's, Listen, that's I'm great. working. I'm networking. You know, if somebody's yeah. like, hey, we want you to come over here and do that. Like, I'm not going to tell them no. Like, who am I? Like, I'm, I'm supposed to go. be doing media coverage for this thing. So if hey. they want to keep inviting me to shit, I'm showing up. Go get get a new pass. I need a new. Uh, yeah, I lost my media. Go. Pass. Your mission is to hunt down the Kraken reps. The Kraken. My mission, should I choose to accept it? I just watched the new Mission Impossible the other night. Good. Oh, it's so good, dude. Kraken. Okay, go find the Kraken rum reps and pitch a sponsorship for the Kraken pod. Okay. Dude, I forgot to tell you this. What? You're gonna you're gonna you think you're jealous about listen to this shit. Thursday night, today's Tuesday, so two nights from now, there is a Kraken rum. The owner and the founder of like Kraken Rum is going to is they're already in New Orleans. They have rented out a steamboat, the Creole Queen steamboat. 
and they're doing a Kraken party from like 10 to 2 a.m. and your boy's going to be there. You've got to wear a Kraken hat. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> wear a shirt. Wear, wear. I'm serious. Oh, you have to. You have to. I'm just going to say this for the rest I'm of gonna the podcast. Wear a cra- I'm going to wear a Kraken but You I'll have to. I'll wear a Kraken hat. God damn it. I'll wear a Kraken hat. Oh, you said it. Okay. I'm it's telling- just, in my mind, that's so many. That's so many excuses for people to start conversations with me, man. It's just dude, that's anxiety, what you're doing. dude. I, dude, you're boozing. Come on, you're gonna be drinking booze. Just, <sighs> just take care of the anxiety. Somebody on anxiety medicine, so I don't drink booze all day. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know it's power. Just you're working for us, dude. You're working for us. You're working for the Kraken Pod fam. You're gonna. The owner is going. I am manifesting this. The owner is going to talk to you and say, "What are you a Kraken?" Yeah, actually, I do a crack. You and if he says, "Are you a Kraken fan?" Yeah, I actually have a Seattle Kraken podcast called the Kraken Pod. Uh-huh. Got to say that. Okay, all right. You got to say it. You know what? I'm going to get so drunk. Not only will I say it, I'm going to make them pull out their phones. And we're all hanging out, and I'm like, "Give us five stars right now." Go to Apple. No, like, give us five stars. I don't care and about five stars. We want a sponsorship. And listen. Oh yeah, so you're thinking big picture. See, I'm, they could pay for our trip. They could. I think, I'm, I think I'm still drunk. If I'm being honest, pitch. That's fine. Good. <laughs> I'm. I'm, li- I'm not joking. I'm still moving. I still have cruise. I have cruise feet. Like I said, I'm not even kidding. I'm sitting in a chair and I'm swaying. Oh, you're swaying. I feel it. Oh, my yeah, head. My brain like is swaying. The, what movie is that? Is it a? Uh, is it Cabin Fever? Do you do you remember that old school comedy? Oh my God, with uh, Chris Elliott. Yes. No, no, that's Cabin Boy. Cabin no, that's Cabin Boy. Oh, uh, yeah. but no, Cabin Fever. Who was in no. that movie? But no, Joey. Joey. Yes, I'm listening to you. A Kraken rum sponsored mm-hmm. trip to see a Kraken game. Uh-huh. Right? They pay for our flights uh-huh. to go out there and we just have Kraken rum and everything we do, we video and Kraken Kraken Kraken. You crackin'. you got to do this. this okay, our- I'm going to fucking I'm going to wear the hat. I'm going to actually t- tell people about the podcast and not be like, oh, that's a cool hat, man. The owner. If you talk to an owner or hire, oh, hey, oh, yeah, I'm the owner of Kraken Rum. My name's Steve Kraken um, or whatever. <laughs> How, you, you're a Seattle Kraken fan? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm from Washington. I'm, dude, we, do a, we do a podcast. I actually uh, co-host a podcast called The Kraken Pod. We love it. Mm-hmm. That, oh, that's awesome. What? How do I find it? It's like, yeah. And then what you do is like, you know, we're always looking for sponsors. <laughs> what do I'm you think? Like, Here's Steve Kraken. And then he's like, "Cheers!" And then I'm going to get him shit house drunk. I'm very no, good at doing that to people. When he's when he responds to that, yeah. you have to give him the shooter. Like you have to give him like that. Oh, I got finger guns. Finger guns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, pew, pew. Yeah. And then, I'll like, even do the sound effects so he knows it's real. And then we do a and then we do a montage of you drinking on the boat and laughing and stuff. And then it, it walks away with you and a kind of contract in hand. Yes. All right, like man. My arm around Steve Kraken. Like we are now. We are now best. When buddy. you lock the contract in with the Kraken Rum people. Mm-hmm. text me i will i'll be up at okay. my house okay i'll be awaiting your text at 2 a.m you hit me up <laughs> i'll be looking for this all right anyway okay i think that's thursday i gotta double check my whole uh I don't can't... you better not be like oh it's not happening on thursday jeff i don't know what's going on and then you like i'm go- i mean i'm going to the party regardless i will wear a crack and hat just because right. you asked i all will right. do that all right. All right. Good. All right. All right. So, all right. So speaking of sponsors, speaking of sponsors, which I just fired it up. I haven't looked at this in forever. Um, DraftKings Sportsbook, man. DraftKings Sportsbook. I haven't looked at this in forever. I have not looked at any. I need to get back into it because, you know, what we need to do, Joey, is we need uh-huh. to get into this and check out all the um, the prop bets on, like, you know, 
the Calder race, all that sort of stuff. Which, by the way, when I looked at the Calder race like a month ago or, or like after the draft, like they don't even let you bet on um, what's his name, Connor Bedard. You know, they don't they, that like you can't even bet. It's like who's going to come in second in voting? It's not even the first. Wait, is really? Like, is, yeah. There's no way that's really what's going on right now. They'll, they'll, they'll update those odds before before puck drop on the season, right? No, they're not going to let. I, I don't know. I'll check it out. But anyway, long story short, if anything, make the odds so ridiculous to where you have to pay, you know, like a hundred dollars to get a dollar back. Like that would make the most sense. I don't understand not letting people bet on him. Period. But that's just, just me thinking out loud. Uh, it was crazy. I don't know. Uh, anyway, anyway. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, there's always actually like women's World Cups going on right now and i know the women the u.s uh, team's got a game uh tomorrow night wednesday night uh we're pumped about that in our house we're gonna watch that you can throw some bets down to the women's world cup use DraftKings sportsbook app and make sure you use this code if you're a new customer right you use code thpn for the hockey podcast network just bet five bucks and uh you can score 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly when you use that code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, um, I'm signing in right now. Um, oh, look, I forgot. I saw that Mandy Beneers money sitting in my account. Um, I'm gonna I did, I cash that out ASAP. Attaboy. I'm leaving it in there. I mean, I wish it was. I could invest it. They need a drafting investing app now, too. Just like combine it with Robinhood, and I can just let that stuff build. Pretty sure they do have those apps, but that's yeah. just me. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Good. Um, anyway, code THPN, new customers, $5. Bet that, and you'll score $150 in bonus bets instantly. How awesome is that? Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler and make sure you see our show notes for details. We love DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, and there you go. Um, no dumb questions time. No dumb. See, this would be great to say no dumb questions brought to you by Crack and Rum. Uh, never a dumb question. Never dumb to ask for a Crack and Rum at your favorite bar or restaurant when you're having a drink with friends. <laughs> it's never stupid to go up and say, I'll have a Crack and Rum and Coke, please. That'd be fantastic. That, oh, not so- lie, that does not sound good at all. Oh, but if they sponsor us, that's my favorite drink. Yeah. Soda. Soda. How about soda and, and rum and a little twisted lime? Does that sound better? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Good. Anyway, so no dumb questions. We'll give them a freebie brought to you by Kraken Rum. Okay. In anticipation of Joey locking in this fantastic, awesome, awesome, awesome deal we're going to get. Um, in no dumb questions, we let, we want you to ask us if you can't figure something out because this is a podcast for newer hockey fans, older hockey fans. I, I'm an idiot still when it comes to hockey. There's lots of stuff I don't know, but don't be afraid to ask us any question you want. There's lots of podcasts out there that'll shame you for not knowing everything. And uh, we don't care about that. So we want you to ask us these questions in a segment we'll call no dumb questions. So what is our no dumb question question this week? Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. All right. This is a really creative one, which I thought was very interesting. And I'm curious to hear if you have any ideas. You're very good off the cuff. So the question comes from Corey Munsack via Twitter. Shout to Corey. The question is, the Tampa Bay Lightning, they have a nickname for their faraway fans. They call them the Distant Thunder. What should we call Kraken fans that are also far away? Yeah, that is a great question. That is a great question. question. I'm a big fan of this one. So with the Tampa Bay thing, distant thunder, right? Uh-huh. I, I kind of, you know, I like that. It's not, you know, straight up lightning or anything like that. So it's distant thunder. So I'm kind of thinking that way. Um, I, I don't think there's there's nothing like this for Detroit Red Wings, you know, stuff. So I don't know. I'm just a Red Wings fan. Uh, from Yeah, you know. I think they just call them Red Wings fans, right? Yeah, like, exactly. With that. But I feel like with the Seattle Kraken name, there's some room for creativity, no? Yeah, I think so. Because you think of the ocean, deep. 
you know like we, there's a lot of deep references and in, in so many different cracking things already but like um uh deep dorks no no um, uh-uh like tentacle porn that doesn't even make sense no saying things uh wait what's what are what are what is like what are what's the word uh synonyms for mm-hmm. long distance like far away oh, like uh one. let's see i'm gonna look at synonym generator mm-hmm. synonym um thesaurus let's see uh far different uh, distance away synonym for distance let's see Space, man. far away, yeah. distantly, separation. yonder. Ooh, yonder could be used somewhere. Yonder, they're saying length and width are synonyms for distance, and I completely agree. Those are just like rules of measurement. Length and width. Now, uh, mm. and I'm thinking tentacles, like long and strong <laughs> tentacles. That's what I was thinking too, like something to do with the tentacles would make a lot of sense. Well, like the tentacle, the tentacles, like ex- you know, because like. Uh, you say like you know you, the the roots run deep, they run far. The tentacles stretch the like tentacle stretchers. No, no, that, uh, I like where your head's at because like, physically in my mind this makes a lot of sense. It's like uh, it's like the Last of Us with like the you know the shit that's like growing everywhere. Yeah, little Kraken fans far yeah. away. It's like spreading throughout like the you know the, the fucking yes. Like if we make since we're not graphic designers if we make but if we were we would make like a map of kraken pot or kraken yes and like the head of the kraken would be over seattle and then tentacles would be spread out across the map and you would see it like just like growing right like the map would be like live interactive like you would see the tentacles like spreading throughout the world like reaching down to louisiana and going across the pond to europe and all that uh tentacle ticklers like they tell no no, don't use tickles that doesn't even make sense okay um Sounds weird. I think, yeah, I think like uh touched by a tentacle, you know, t- <laughs> like touched by an angel. Remember that show way back in the day? Yeah. Touched by who's been touched by a tentacle? Where are you? I've, oh, I'm uh, I'm in Ireland. I'm in Ireland, and I was I'm gonna make one T-shirt. It's just gonna say touched by a tentacle, and there, there's not gonna have you know, there's not gonna be any graphic on there. There's not gonna be any explanation. And I'm just gonna wear it. Gonna wear that. It. Make that and wear that to the. the I'm a Kraken fan. Kraken run and touched by a tentacle. Show up in every. Head to toe Kraken gear. <laughs> Point on like, the doll where the tentacle touched like, you. You're gonna need Kraken blue shoes. I need to, you to have like, um, like tracksuit pants, and I need you to have like a Kraken satin jacket and a Kraken hat, and then go to the Kraken party and and try not to look desperate. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I can't think of a good one though. No, I think I, you know. So how about this? At Kraken Pod, all over social media. Thank you. I'm, you obviously listen to this podcast. You know all about it. Let us know what should Kraken fans who are not like in the general Seattle, Washington area from far away, what should they be like us? What we would we would we're in Louisiana. We would be these people. Like what what would you call us? Let us know. Give us some options. We'll discuss this. And I think before the season starts, we'll like make an official. Um, uh, thing right, so we'll see what yeah. goes on there. There you go. So, all right, I love it. Thank you very much, Corey. Uh, three stars of the week. We're gonna do things a little differently here. I'm gonna give you two things from my stars, Joey. Okay, uh, this, this is where we kind of rank uh, the best and the worst. And I'm sorry, we, I'm sorry, we, we talk about the, our week and things that were awesome for us, things that we love could be hockey, could be anything, and we rank it in three stars. But I, I've I thought a lot on this cruise, um, Disney cruise. 
about like the best and worst things about cruising. So I'm going to give you two, two things, uh, 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 number three, yes. uh, to, to number one, the best and the worst things about cruising. So I love uh, it. Yeah. I love it. Let's uh, yeah, let's start doing that because once we get to the cruise part, I really need to hear the best and worst part because yeah. the only cruises I've ever experienced in my life was when I was in the Navy and that shit uh, doesn't count. So my no. whole experience of being on a boat, in the ocean somewhere is all, you know, when I was in the military. So nothing, I wasn't, you know, I've never done a Disney cruise. I never like, you know, went down to the port in new Orleans and then like, you know, took a little cruise down to Mexico and came back. I've never done any of that shit. So I'm, I'm curious to hear this list. I've heard a lot of mixed reviews and I know you'll, I know that you will keep it real. So I, I need to, I need to hear how that goes. Um, so like, would, would you avoid it? Are you avoiding it just because you were on a boat so often? <sighs> Here's like, I don't avoid it for that reason. Like it doesn't bother me. It's not like I have like some form of PTSD where if I'm on a boat and I see water, I just like think I have to go to work or something. But I don't know, man. It's one of those things where it's like I love traveling, but all of the traveling that I do just involves me, you know, like if I get the opportunity to like fly somewhere and just do my normal shit. It's never really like I've never really seen a cruise where I'm like, oh, I really got to do that. Like it's just never really been a thing for me. I don't know if I'm a cruise person. Um I don't know. So we'll figure it out. I'm, okay. I'll, I'll, right. I'll talk about your, your, uh, yeah. your positives and negatives. I'm curious about this for context. I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself a cruise person. Okay. Um, I've been on three cruises. Um, with one with just, you know, without kids, um, with Megan, mm-hmm. another one with Megan when she was pregnant with the, our first child, my son, which that was rough. And then this one. Right. And I would say I'm not a cruise person, but I would say this is if there is, a destination that you've always wanted to go to and a cruise goes there, consider that as an option. Um, like Alaska, right? So like, that's where we went. Um, and again, I'm not, you know, I'm not dying to be on a cruise, but to go to Alaska, pretty cool. So I will start with this is my, uh, so best, right? So best number three, uh, being with the kids and the family, the kids definitely, okay. you know, push, push the limits a little bit there. It was a lot, you know, we're locked in a boat with the kids. Um, you know, we've got three, my son's eight, my twins are six. They just loved it though. They had a blast, all three of them in different ways. My son played basketball the whole time on the top deck with his cousins and like made a crew up there, which is great. Plus I uh, hung out with my brother-in-law, sister-in-law, and then my father-in-law and mother-in-law and Megan. And that was just a blast. Like we had a great time. Everybody got along. So that's my number three best. Um, my number three worst is Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi sucks uh it they they'll tell you oh they we offer wi-fi on these boats that it sucks it doesn't work you know i work uh in social media so i like work you know from my computer luckily i'm very blessed to have a good team and i did get some work done beforehand mm-hmm. um there's some things that fell through the cracks though that i have to clean up this week which is fine but like just if you're going on a cruise and you're going somewhere where you're like at you know obviously on cruises you're at sea for a couple days unless you're just checking an email or something like that and even then it's sketchy do not go oh well i'll just buy the wi-fi package on the ship and it'll be all right and i'll get it done no get that shit done before set your away reminder on email because shit ain't gonna get done and you're gonna sit there and you're gonna stress out and then you're gonna have to drink even more just to think not think about it so there you go so sounds like an excuse to just throw back some cold ones but you know it it happened it happened it was good um Anyway, number three worst Wi-Fi. Don't fall for the Wi-Fi ship stuff. So the, it's not doesn't doesn't work well on cruises at all. Sucks. And I got my money back. 
Disney, if you go to Disney, people will be like, ah, oh, man, this really sucked. Da, 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 da. It's like, oh, we'll refund your money. No problem. It's like, okay, cool. So they did. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't really know what to say there, but that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, little hack. And I don't abuse it. Don't abuse it. But yeah, like if you got to complain about something you paid for, because you pay for everything extra on the ship, um, they'll they'll the, the customer service is amazing. I'll say that about Disney Cruises is, uh, 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 and if the kids wanted to go on one again, I would go for sure. Um, but the 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 service is like next level. So anyway, okay. there you go. All right, Huge what's your Number three, what's your third star? Okay, this is going to be a little bit of a pivot here. I, I really like your uh, positives and negatives of your cruise. My third, my third star of the week is going to Threads. Now, again, we, we haven't recorded in two weeks, or we are a little behind on the times, but I did sign up for Threads, like a lot of people. It, Met, Meta's, like Facebook's yeah, Meta's version of Twitter. Instagram, Facebook's version. And, and the first day, I was like, oh, you know, this might be a thing. Everyone's kind of do it, doing it. Let me just get on board and, um, you know... It's just fucking, it's just funny how these companies will like twist things into making it seem like it's some like, oh my God, we had X amount of, you know, millions of people sign up. Like they've never seen, you know, they've never seen an app with so many people signing up. It's crazy. Look how many people we have on this app. And then it's like, well, dudes, because it's a fucking one touch and you're done. Like it's on your Instagram account. It's like, do you want a threads? You click yes. And then it auto populates like your photo and your bio and then you're in and then that is it. So it's a one step process like they don't talk about that at all. And then on top of that, it's one of those things, too, where they don't tell you where it's like if you decide that you don't like it, which honestly, after one day, I was like, I'm over it. This this app sucks. Like they have a lot of fixing things to do. My feed is just full of people and companies and things that I don't follow and don't care about just like regurgitating shit that I don't want to read. So I've been opening it like once a day, be like, oh yeah, I forgot I have this app. And then I just go on about my life. But uh, yeah, threads uh, for me is my, is my third star of the week. And unfortunately, uh, when it goes Zuck, because he made it to where if you want to delete it, you also now have to delete your entire Instagram account. So for people like me who are suckers that signed up for it, we're stuck with it. I, um, you know, social media is my thing. It's your thing too. And um, yeah, so they have, they, they only have like 13 million active daily users so like you said as they signed everybody up easy everybody signed up oh, 100 million but now they're trying to figure out how to get people to use it daily because everybody signed up and not many people are using it on the daily now so it's gonna be it's a it's a little bit of a war right now especially with twitter rebranding as x yes um yes, and all yes. that so like there's there's definitely a uh there's some there's some interesting stuff going on i'll say this too is like dude if you're into crypto at all i think you should invest in dogecoin because here we go what's going on well i'm not huge into the crypto but right but like yes elon has always been behind this dogecoin thing Uh uh-huh and he wants to turn twitter now x into sort of like wechat which is china's biggest social media app yeah and it's like twitter but everything like but he wants to be able to he wants people to be able to send payments back and forth too. And I guarantee you that that's going to come with that. So mm-hmm. and it's going to skyrocket at some point here. So anyway, just a little, don't take my advice. Has the app updated yet? Because I'm looking at it right now and it's still called Twitter on my phone. And I still have the white bird with the blue background. No, and honestly, like I don't give a fuck. Like this is because like, like you, I have been on there for a number of years. Twitter is my favorite app. In fact, I was like tweeting out the other day how like my hot take was that 
I am legitimately convinced that Elon will just drop wild shit on Twitter because it gets everyone up in like a frenzy. Everyone talks about it. No one ever actually really leaves the app. If they do, it's very minimal, but they get more people coming in. They do coming out. No one ever leaves. In fact, they use his app to bitch about him, which I love. And then, and then it becomes like, again, like it skyrockets Twitter back to being like the most talked about application. And then the next week, it's like something else, like lather, rinse, repeat. Now, I don't know. Exactly. If this, I don't know if this X thing is real or not. I personally don't care because for me, it's always just going to be Twitter. Tweets are going to be tweets. Twitter is going to be Twitter. I'm not going to be like, oh, did you guys look at X right now? Can you believe what's happening? Oh, let me set an X out. Like that doesn't make any sense. Tweets, Twitter, that, like that will live forever. I don't give a fuck what they try to rebrand. Exactly. No, it's going to be it, it, life will go on. Life will go on and social media life will go on. These they're not going anywhere. People use this shit. So um, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's not switching over the branding on the actual app yet because he's fired so many people that if he does that, it might just break totally. Uh-huh. So I'm sure Elon's but Elon's got a plan. You know, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm, I'm not yay or nay uh, for Elon, but uh, he's 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 a smart guy. He knows what's up. He'll figure something out. So anyway, I, I like it. All right, so um, number two on my best and worst list of cruising is uh, the best food, okay? Okay. Not, not necessarily like – now, there's some good food on cruises, right? And mm-hmm. um, like example, the crab legs. They had some awesome crab legs on the, on the boat, and you can eat – food, for the most part, is all-inclusive, right? you got to pay for mm-hmm. extra stuff here and there, um, but it's all-inclusive. My reasoning for it, because really, honestly, the food could be the worst because when you can eat anything all day long at any time, it's a it can just turn you into a giant mess. Right. And you feel disgusting. And so you got to really pace yourself. But what yes. my wife and I both agreed on and she said this yesterday, I didn't even think about it is like, oh, my God, now we have to make we have to start making food again for the family. So like we went on a 10 day vacation, we didn't make any meals. So like we bought oh, food and we so yeah. like. Now we have to make our own food. So like you just that, had that, that cheesecake on a call button. Sorry to interrupt you. It, no, it was, it was like my nephews in the other, like they would, they would go to the room and get room service and just get hot wings. You know, like Wait, you had more family members on this cruise. I thought it was just you and the immediate. No, it was, it was me, Megan, the, the kids. And then my brother-in-law, sister-in-law, their three kids. And then my mother-in-law and father-in-law. So like 12 people. And we all went as a family and it was awesome. It was so fun. Cause like, you know, my son got to hang out with his cousin who's the same age and they love each other and they have a blast together. They're great, like best friends. And then um, we got to hang out with the, their older kids and all it was just, it was great. It's a great trip. So like, you know, anyway, so, but they would, they would order hot wings every night, which I, I thank God I didn't stay in that room. Yes. Um, but uh, they would just eat. So anyway, you could do it, uh, but you don't have to make any food. So parents, if you've been on a cruise before and you got kids, you know the the feeling of like, oh god, now I got to go to like, I got to go to Costco today. So anyway, so that's my um, best was not having to make food, right? So the food um, worst is cruise brain is a problem. Cruise brain is a problem. First of all, you know, my wife yesterday she's like, I think at my vertigo, she she has bad vertigo. She's like. Um, my vertigo is really messed up. And I'm like, well, I think it's because of the cruise because I was wobbling yesterday, but like mm-hmm. my head is still spinning from being on the ship. When you're on the ship, you don't notice it. Like you probably know this from being on huge ships, right? Yes, yes, yes. You, over time, you don't notice it, but your body acclimates. And we were on a ship for seven days. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm still wobbling. So we've been off the ship for 24 hours now and I'm still, so that's part of the cruise brain, but other cruise brain things are like, you have no concept of money or time, right? Like you do, but like, it's so that's easy a great problem to have, but yes, it is. It is. But like, what I mean is like, it can be dangerous because you know, you can bring some beer on the ship. You can bring some wine on the ship, you know, from outside. But, you know, you get tired of that. So you want to, oh, I'm going to get a little cocktail or something like that. And you don't think Uh-oh. about it because you pay, you don't pay with a credit card. You pay with your room. Right? Oh, oh, of course. That's exactly how they get you. Like everything right. is like a point system where you can just have it sent directly to your room. The next thing you know, you're racking up charges. They give you a bill. I'll give, I'll give them that. They give you a bill right there. But like, and like, got to be careful because gratuity is already included, but there's a line for gratuity on there. So anyway, like no concept of money because like, well, I'm going to, yeah, I'll take another beer. Sure. No problem. And they bring you an ice cold beer. You don't have to go to your room to get it. And the next thing you know, you've had four beers and you're like, oh, dude, okay. I just spent like $40 on four beers. So money, but time, especially too, when you're going across time zones, Alaska's times, you know, you've got the, the Pacific time zone, which Vancouver is on. Uh, so that's, you know, three hours behind East coast, two hours mm-hmm. behind us. But when you get into Alaska, it's three hours behind again. So it's like, uh, it's, it's three, it's, I'm sorry, it's four hours behind East coast. Okay. So you're an extra time zone back. And then on the ship, you don't know what time it is. There's not many, you know, unless you have a watch on, it's tough. Plus the other time issue is for us, like I told you at the beginning of the podcast, everybody's super tired because on the ship, you know, we go to bed at 10 o'clock at night, which really in our regular life was like one in the morning. Uh, and then we would sleep until, you know, the, the girls really struggled with it. They're six. They would sleep till eight or seven thirty. Okay. You know, Megan and I would get up at six. My son would get up at five thirty cause he was with his cousin. So he would go to sleep at like basically technically one in the morning and then he'd wake up at like eight. So he was really getting seven hours of sleep. Long story short, everything's screwed up. Now we're home. Yes. And it's like, really, I'm still on Alaska time. It's 1120 right now that it's basically 820 back there. So like. Everything's a mess. So time, uh, money, like the swaying cruise brain is a thing. That's a big negative. And uh, I wouldn't necessarily avoid going on a cruise again in the future because of that. But it's something I have to remember for sure. It's like, I feel like yes. I'm, I'm not going to be right until probably tomorrow. That's brutal, man. Um, yeah. Like the whole, the, the still swaying and moving around a lot is very, very real. And it's weird because after a period of time being on a boat, like you do get used to it. Like uh, you get your sea legs, like that's a very real thing yeah. that will happen. But then when you come back to land, like you're trying to adjust, that time difference is no joke. And then you know you throw kids into the mix and it's lights out. Uh, the other thing which I found was hilarious is like the other boys' room where you said they just kept ordering hot wings to their room. Dude, can you imagine like just a room full of like young dudes who are just crushing hot wings and hot boxing themselves in that thing? Like, <laughs> nope. Oh my god, that room is just straight up nothing but fart. Nothing nope. but fart all day. Nope. Nope, I stayed. I stayed far away from that. Um, Hard pass. Yeah, you could pay me to walk in that room. Yeah, no, yeah. But I'll say this: is there's definitely when it comes to food, there's a couple of things that I I, I did enjoy uh, having access to in that ship, and I will miss about it. But now it's back to responsible eating and drinking. So mm-hmm. you know, vacation time's over. So there you go. That's my number two best and worst on the list. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right, What's my two. My number two, and this is me just kind of doing a cop out here. It's just iced coffee. I wanted to go uh, pour myself a big thing of water before we started recording because I was worried if I didn't have any, I was probably going to die. Um, and, you know, I use like a, a, a Brita filter and I went to go look at it. And 
it's one of those things where I didn't realize it, but like put the Brita filter back in the fridge with like only a teeny tiny bit of water in it, which honestly for me is a big pet peeve. I fucking hate that. It's like, dude, just fill it up and then put it back. Like right. now I have to fill it up and wait for it to get cold and all that shit. It's the worst. Anyways, and people are listening to this and they go, oh, just drink the tap water. Well, I don't live in fucking Washington or Colorado or somewhere where like the tap water is like beautiful that comes from like a spring from the mountaintop, you know, where there's a guy like yodeling about how beautiful it is. In fucking Louisiana, like this is swamp water. It's not good. We get boil water advisories all the time, which is like, hey, we literally get a max a mass text sent to our phone saying the water is not safe. You need to boil it before you do anything with it. Brushing your teeth, don't even think about showering. Da da da. That's a very real thing that we deal with all the time. So I pivoted because I was like, well. I don't have water, but I need something to drink. So I went with iced coffee. And you know what? Like, we're doing fine now. It's 1122 uh, on on Tuesday. Uh, I got home at 5. So, you know, considering uh, the couple hours of sleep I got and uh, and how slow I was when I'm waking up, I'm doing pretty good. So shout out to iced coffee for saving my life. Um, I'm, hey, that, that's that's pretty solid. Um, yeah. Iced coffee's fan. I had that yesterday. That's why I kind of wanted the same thing. But um, also, too, on your, your New Orleans and Louisiana water, uh, the cold – Tap water comes out at like 85 degrees. Oh, yeah. It's not, it hasn't been cold in months, by the way. Yeah. No, no. It's not like that's the thing is like when we were in Vancouver, it's like, oh, yeah, drink the, um, the, the tap water. Uh, well, what? Drink the tap water in the hotel. That's got to be disgusting. But oh, my mm-hmm. God, this is delicious. It's like, you know, from the, from the mountaintop, which is fantastic. So, yeah. Yes, yes, um, well, all right. So, now, number one, best and worst, uh, I'll say is, um, best was like, is just like Alaska and Vancouver um, in Vancouver. We really enjoyed it. A lot of great food, saw the city. We went to um, snug cove, which is a Island um, not too far off uh, uh, from the city. Uh, we took a, like a, a ferry across. We went up there because um, we watched this show on Netflix called Virgin river. Um uh-huh. And it's like a little soap opera type show. Anyway, it's shot in Vancouver and it's shot partially in this little town, um, which is a beautiful spot to go hiking and do this. So we went up. That was amazing. We did that. And then, dude, Alaska was super cool. We stopped it. The First of all, our first stop, we cruised all the way up to like around Skagway. Um, and we went and saw the Sawyer Glacier which is really cool because that's my nephew's name. His name is Sawyer. It's called the Sawyer Glacier. And I, knowing about this, I was like, oh, this is going to be pretty neat. But I'm telling you, cruising on a ship to see the glacier was one of the coolest things ever because, like, you're in this blue, emerald, cracking blue water, mm-hmm. ice everywhere, and you're in it for, like, hours. You're staring at, like, snowy mountaintops. It's quiet. There's nothing around. I will say there was a few moments where I'm like, this is what it was like being on the Titanic. It's, like, dead quiet. And you're just going slowly through ice and you're like, this is a little creepy, but it was beautiful. Then you pull up to this, this glacier and you're like, this is amazing. This is like one of the most amazing natural sites I've ever seen. Just this huge, you know, miles long ice flow that's falling into the water. Uh huh. And that was just amazing. That was beautiful. Then we went to Skagway. Skagway was all right. You know, some of these, these towns are small. It's a teeny tiny um, town outside of Vancouver or what? Uh, no, it's in Alaska. Sorry, Alaska. It's, it's, Sorry it's, I apologize. Yep. And um, you, you you stop there. It's a port. Um, and we went and drove around in a van uh, for like uh, four hours. And we basically went through like uh, we went from Alaska to uh, 
British. I think we went through you. No, we went to British Columbia, then the Yukon territory all within like four hours. And we drove around. Um, it was okay. We didn't have a great excursion plan there. Juneau, Alaska was badass. Best part of the trip. Went on a fishing excursion to go catch halibut, which are like flounder, right? They're like flat fish in the bottom. And we had wanted to see, we had wanted to see all the things like whales and all. And we didn't see much of that. We went, we booked this fishing trip uh-huh. and we were walking down to the dock to like the marina, like down the, the ramp. Whales and breaching everywhere. No, the first thing we see though is the tide. It was early in the morning. The tide had just gone back out, uh-huh. you know, to the ocean. So like this whole bunch of beach was exposed and there were fish like stuck up on the, this like, you know, the, the beach. Easiest fishing day ever. Just grab them. No, there was 20 bald eagles just oh, shit. hanging out, eating the fish. We're like, yeah, just oh, like my God. This down. Is... Yeah, it was nuts. And it was like they were everywhere. Like, this is awesome. And then we go out to, you know, go fish. And we're going. And wait, what was cool was like we booked a fishing trip. But really, it was a whale watching trip, too, because all the yes. whale watching boats were like in the same areas as us. Uh-huh. So we got a, We got a two for one. We saw humpbacks. Yeah breaching and bubble feeding and yes we're catching halibut and like the weather was it was pure alaska pacific northwest weather because it was like rainy and cold then it got warm and sunny and then it rained again and it was cold and like but we had a blast we had the right gear on we were like and halibut are like 300 feet down so we're like cranking halibut my son caught the biggest halibut of the day um we we went and uh caught some salmon too towards the end um so we, we actually are having all that fish brought back, which is cool. You can ship it back. Um, so, like, that was just an incredible day. That was the best part of the trip. Beautiful, fantastic. Um, and then we stopped in Ketchikan, and our excursion to go on this raft tour canceled, like, two hours before we were supposed to go. So we were fucked. And we had nothing to do. We tried to go, uh, um, and it was it, we're in a rainforest. It's, like, a huge rainforest, which is, like, the second biggest rainforest on the planet besides um, – uh the amazon uh, which is crazy and um we were going to go do the zip a zip line and the guide at the tourist center was like yeah the kids can go the boys can go no problem so my daughter stayed behind with my in-laws and we all drove up there 20 minutes and we get up there and they're like oh sorry the boys are underweight and they can't go what so yeah so like why don't you have a fucking scale at the tour at the tourist check-in and they're know. like, oh, sorry about that, man. Sorry, we didn't do it. They're so nice. You like, couldn't be mad about it. You're like, all right. No, I was still pissed. And okay. then they made it, like, we had to fill out a form, even though we would go. They're like, can you fill out a form and let us know how we did? We're like, yeah, no, sure. what, what did you do? He didn't fucking do anything. No, well, so we fill out a form to comment on, on how your form handing out skills are. So we don't have a good catch a can was not a great experience because of the cancellation and then that situation. And then that was like, just it was interesting. Um, long story short, Alaska. Canada, Vancouver, that was the best part of the trip. Seeing all those awesome things. Like I said, like 20 minutes ago, uh, if there's a place in the world you've been dying to go check out and you really want to go to a certain part of the world and there's a cruise there, consider that as an option because it, they, it does, everything's kind of taken care of for you, which is nice. So I love it, man. You guys um, deserve it. You work your ass off all the time. I'm glad you and the family got to go. We did. It was nice. And the worst people, fucking people, dude. The worst uh, the cruises are the fucking people. Okay. Yes. Ho- hopefully, I'm at home still. So hopefully, the kids can't hear me. But, and I'm talking about like, all right, the slow walkers on cruises. I don't know how you walk, Joey, but like, oh, I'm a know, fast walker. I'm, I'm six three, dude. These long legs. In fact, that was a yeah. 
a thing we were joking about last night because we were with a couple short people and we're like, oh, look at your little legs. So we had to like slow down our strides. So I was walking like the trees in fucking Lord of the Rings. It was annoying. <laughs> it was annoying. Oh my God. That's uh, what are those things called? The, 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 I don't the know, old tree walkers or yeah, old tree something. Walkers. I'm definitely old something. But like, I, I had places to go. It's like I had to get, to get the basketball court. I got to go over here and get some water for the kids and this sort of shit. And then like, I get it. Like, if you're just chilling, but like if you're gonna chill and walk and be on your phone and just like like get the fuck out the way. If you're 90, I get it. All right, okay. Mm-hmm. But even like the 90 year olds were not walking shoulder to shoulder, and it's not like you have like a 30 foot wide area to walk. It's a ship that you can only go so far. The amount of people that slow walk on a damn cruise, it's like you're constantly having to go around people. You got the 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 like the some there's like. Five percent of people on a cruise are just the fucking sickest, most like unhealthiest people on the planet. And somehow you're always near one. And that's like the coffers, the people that are talking out loud about like, oh, there's cold. And like, what the what? Get the fuck away from me. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. The nonstop talkers. I actually was very quiet on this cruise. I didn't talk to a lot of people. Like, I don't picture that at all. You must have been in real relaxed mode. I was relaxed mode. I talked. I saw a couple people with like Michigan hats on. I was like, oh, hey, what's going on after a few beers? Like, what's people up? Joey. Nice. But nonstop talkers. Uh, there was a guy on my flight yesterday back, a Canadian dude. He had a young daughter. And this guy. Uh, the whole flight behind me, he was he was doing play by play, like like literally. If you are uh, uh, you know a play by play announcer, he's doing play by play of every fucking thing that's happening on the plane, everything on the plane. He's telling her about in like a baby voice, and like oh, Jesus, it was peak tired of people time too. So like people can be the best on a cruise, but I mean honestly though, it's. It's the worst. Oh, laundry did launch did cruise uh, did uh, laundry on a ship wasn't bad, but if you're somebody, because on Disney thinks of everything when you do laundry, it's connected to there's an app for Disney cruises, and the laundry is Wi-Fi enabled and connected to your app. So when your cycle ends, so like laundry's done, you get an alert, a text on your app, which always works. That's the only thing that works on a ship. Of course. Right. Perfectly. And it's great because you can actually text your family through that and stuff, which is cool. But you get a text that says your dryer on level six has stopped. Mm-hmm. Right. So come get your shit. Well, there's motherfuckers that list, they don't they're doing cruise shit and, and they leave their shit in washers and dryers. So like that's yeah, was, I can't fuck with that. I'm no, sorry. So there was yeah. but no, but there was some I there was some other women and there's some people in the in the laundry. Room, hey, what's your opinion on this? And they're like. It's got to go. So, like, sure enough, I like, fuck it. I put it, I took the wet shit, put it in a dryer and just yes. put my shit in there and did it. But anyway, like, if you're one of those people that, like, gets an alert and you're still haven't come down in an hour or two, like, you got a, you got a problem. So, people, obviously, I've kind of had it up to here with people. That's, that's my number one worst thing on a cruise is people makes yeah. for great people watching. It's, it's, uh, can be fun. But at the same time, like, by the end of the cruise, you're like just tired of it. You're like an old curmudgeon. You just sound like me, man. I mean, I have at the end, like for me, I am like an extroverted introvert. So I can, you know, for things like last night, I can flip a switch, right? And go into social mode and, you know, talk with, and this is before I start, you know, obviously having multiple, you know, cocktails and bourbons and all that shit, but I can flip on a switch and do the extrovert thing and, you know, talk to people and, oh, hey, I have a Kraken podcast, which I will be doing at the at the Kraken party because I'm a man of my word. Um, 
but I all, but at the end of the day, man, like it is going to sound freaking lame, but like, it's about like where your energy comes from, you know, and my energy comes from like, just chilling the fuck out. Like just not being social, being at home. Like if I'm like playing a video game and my mind's turned off or I'm watching a show that I can just enjoy and not have to think about it. Like that's where I get my energy from. So on trips like this, like that's how, that sounds like how I would be like in the moment. Cool. Great. Grand you know, all that good stuff. But afterwards I'm like, dude, I, I need to recharge. I'm gassed. So I, I feel you on that. Yep. Yep. So anyway, what your number one, what's your number one? My number one, and I'll make this a quick one. It's just Suntory whiskey, the, the Japanese whiskey. And you know what? It's one of those things where like, you know, all jokes aside, like, Oh, I went out and, you know, did a dinner here and then got drunk here, whatever. It's one of those things that were like, Tales of the cocktail, it really, like, if if people, you know, enjoy an, an adult beverage or they, you know, if you like bourbons or whiskeys or just like a vodka company you like or, like, you just enjoy a nice cocktail or even if you just like drinking beer, whatever the fuck, or you just like the hospitality culture in general. It's not just alcohol. It's the people that work in the industry, which I just think is so fucking funny because that's everyone's question when they meet you, by the way, for this thing. Like, oh, are you in the industry? It's like, all right, dude. Like, you want me to sit here and spill my fucking life to you? But anyways, um, you know, it, for me, it really really is a cool thing because it, this is the world's largest cocktail convention. Of course, it takes place in New Orleans. You have all these people from around the world who are world renowned in their craft flying in for it. Like the guy that was, you know, mixing drinks last night got flown in from like, you know, somewhere international just so he can make us cocktails for absolutely free. And it's just a really cool thing because like today, for example, right? So they, they take over multiple hotels, you know, bars, restaurants, uh, event venues, all sorts of stuff. So an example of something I'm doing today is I'm going back to the Ritz Carlton, which is good because hopefully I can get my media pass again. <laughs> um, and so Singapore, so, and, I, and I visited Singapore before. I absolutely love Singapore. I love Southeast Asia. But the official tourism board for Singapore, like the Visit Singapore people, flew in. They took over this entire massive room at the Ritz. And they're doing a, a themed event every day uh, that reflects like the culture of Singapore. And like they're transforming this room, uh, custom menu, you know, for all of it. And you can sample these drinks and all this good stuff. So like today I'm doing that from uh, when we get off of here from one to four. And the event I'm going to is called the Elephant Room. So I have no idea what to expect, but I'll be going to the Elephant Room at the Ritz and just hanging out with the Singapore people. And there's a, there's a bunch of stuff like that, man, just going Damn. on throughout the throughout the week. And it's just really freaking cool. You get to meet a ton of people. But I just wanted to shout out um, to Suntory because, you know, these brands come in, man, and they're spending like legitimate high, high, high six figures and throwing these like, you know, and it's all about. I mean, first off, these like, you know, a lot of them are like multi-billion dollar companies. They don't give a shit. They spend, you know, 250K, you know, for five days. But the branded awareness and like the like the interactive engagement stuff for people like me, like this is really a big thing because I have a night like last night, right? Where I go to this thing. It's called Midnight in Tokyo that I've already talked about. And they've decked out this entire bar. Like these beautiful lanterns are hanging up where like they completely transformed the space. You won't even recognize it. Um, the drinks are like drinks you would like only be able to find somewhere in Japan. It's just absolutely incredible. And then you start talking to people. They're like, oh, I actually work for Suntory, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, do you want to go, you know, next door and try out these very rare, you know, these very expensive pours that we have? I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. The next thing you know, I'm doing that. The next thing you know, like, oh, you want to come, you know, bar hopping? with? Like, it's just it's little things like that where you get to meet people. And you get to have these, you know, experiences with them. But it's it's moments like that that are great for brands if you want to look at it that way. Because 
like last night is a night I will never forget. That's one of my favorite nights I've ever had in New Orleans. And it's because these people were so nice and accommodating and just wanting us to enjoy our time with them, which turned into friendship. And the next thing you know, you're hanging out until 5 a.m. That's awesome, man. It is it is cool. Uh, and that's great, like that you can go experience and all that stuff and, and uh, network and make cool things happen. Cause I know like, you know, you're working hard to like, you know, work on that writing career and you're covering stuff for, you know, publication here in new Orleans. Plus you're doing your own thing. Uh, Joey grinds his ass off to make things happen. And this is a good way to, to do it. So are you, are you tweeting about it and, and that sort of thing, sharing that sort of shit? I, I sent out a couple, you know, I actually did post a photo last night on my personal Twitter, which is just at so many ways to the number two, Joey. Um, I did post a photo. I can show you right now. I can show you on the, uh, there you go. Oh, I saw that. I saw yeah. that. That's awesome. That that's was, yeah, that was so that's midnight in Tokyo with Suntory. I was like, I can't believe Pretty. this is only night one. Um, and then I tweeted out yeah. seven hours ago when I was getting home. I said, day one, day slash night one of Tales of the Cocktail comes to a close. Um, heading home after 4 a.m. And I lost my media pass and swag bag. I am an idiot. So, yeah, <laughs> that's that's when I was in the Uber being like, I got to I got to get out of here. Well, dude, uh, enjoy that. Have fun. Um, You know, hopefully you can uh, survive the week. And uh, it's good to be back. Uh, I'm ready for the sea legs to disappear. Um, And I'm ready for that Kraken rum sponsorship. Joey, I have uh, have faith in you. If you need anything from me, let me know if I can if I can back you up in any way. Let me know. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys very much for listening to this thing. And, uh, we're going to make this thing consistent from here on out, which I'm pretty pumped about. So enjoy your week. Uh, we look forward to trying to find some shit to talk about next week, uh, with the Seattle crack. And we do have, uh, some interesting news that we'll talk about once we kind of figure that out. Like we, we, we may be talking to some cool people here soon, which is pretty neat. So just oh, hang yeah, on to that. That's all we can say about that. Yep. So hold on to that. Like we're, we're leveling up. We are leveling up. We actually are a legit media thing, which is kind of cool. So have a great week. Thanks for listening to us. Leave those five-star reviews, please. If you need any cruise advice. Oh, which I forgot by the way. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Piper Shaw. She sent me some cool, um, intel she had gone on a uh a disney cruise not too long ago she she hit me up in a message and was like hey heard you going do this and that da, 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 da. so she gave me some cool insight into stuff so i well, shout out to piper shaw so that's really cool remember the kraken pod fam piper's exactly. been, been a real one since day one so we appreciate her very much all right we're that much closer to hockey go enjoy yourself it's hot as fuck where we are in most of the country and the world so uh stay cool and thank you so much for listening uh have a great week and we, we have a summertime chirp for you so enjoy the kraken pod chirp of the week Undertaker! <laughs> the Undertaker, the mystery!